Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got another eventful start to the week. It was an eventful weekend as well. Got a lot to cover here. So I'm going to try to do this pretty quickly today. But this now makes three weeks in a row that we've gotten news of a vaccine on Monday. Uh, It's almost starting to look planned here. But this time it was AstraZeneca. It doesn't look to be quite as promising as the Pfizer or um, um, I'm blanking on the other one right now or the other vaccine that was announced last week as well. But ahead of this news, futures opened higher last night. uh, So it was already looking good. The Dow was up about 100 points. Then this morning, ahead of the or right after the news, the markets just barely went a little bit higher. I think the Dow was up 200 after the news. But that's not the reaction that we've gotten the previous two Mondays. So we can already start to see this enthusiasm from the vaccines waning on our markets. And a part of that might be that it will be a few months before we are able to get these vaccines out. So it's kind of hard to be optimistic about a vaccine that isn't here today and take into consideration what is happening today. Lockdowns. They're beginning again here. Some states have already taken them. More states are talking about them as well. Many, and I mean many, are already starting to protest these lockdowns. We've seen it in California, seen it in New York, and we're seeing it all over the world. Europe as well. Uh, Massive protests in Berlin over the weekend and last week as well. Denmark protesting their mandated vaccine um, laws there. So this is seriously a, a big time. of of civil unrest right now. And one can only hope that as our leaders try to go into lockdown mode here, that these protests will be contagious. They need to continue all over the country, all over the world. Uh, It is an absolute must. Citizens must stand up for our civil liberties. Uh, And of course, as we are now in the Thanksgiving holiday week, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We can already see the headlines headlines coming from the media here. Cases surge due to holiday travel. That's uh, take that one to the bank. We're almost positively going to see that one. All of these leaders of states that have now prohibited family gatherings, uh, except for you know one family or maybe just two families. Anyway, certain sizes of them, they'll seem to be justified by this. The increase in cases, you, you know, you can hear them saying. We had to do this because now look at it. Look at what happened here. We told you there would be a spike if you went and spent time with your family. And now we have to lock you down again. This is your fault. Uh, That's been a a pattern here. You know, as we start to see these photos and videos of governors of states who are in lockdowns disobeying their own direct orders, but somehow it's only our fault. You know, they're never to blame, uh, and even as they they take jets all over the all over the country, go to birthday parties with maskless birthday parties, uh, folks, we're witnessing possibly one of the largest psyops of all time here. Um, so stay tuned with us here. We'll be talking about this a lot uh, over the next few weeks for sure. And speaking of psyops, uh, great transition here. If I don't, if you don't mind me saying so myself. The presidential election continues to be contested. A lot of news coming out over the weekend as well. Folks, we continue to see 
that this thing is going to the Supreme Court. So be patient. Ignore all of the psyops out there right now. Uh, now is a good time to be patient. Pay attention. Uh, let Make your voice heard. Uh, but some good things happening still here. Last week, there was a reassignment of the circuit courts. And now look who's in charge of the swing state elections. In Michigan, Brett Kavanaugh, conservative justice. Wisconsin, Amy Comey Barrett, just elected. Pennsylvania, Samuel Alito. Georgia, Clarence Thomas. Folks, that is some serious firepower there in the swing states where it's needed right now. So there's little doubt about this going to the Supreme Court. Uh, And here's the reason. Many of you probably already know this. State governors changed the voting laws ahead of the election, but it was without the state legislature's approval of anything. They allowed for mail-in votes, not only for election day, but to be allowed to be counted after election days. And it was only approved by state governors. It was not approved by the state legislators. So because it was not done by the state legislators, it is an unconstitutional mandate. Governors cannot rule by mandate. That is a fiat law, one that can be and must be overturned in courts. Uh, So we continue to believe that this will be overturned in the Supreme Court. Uh, It's going to be incredibly interesting to watch and see our Constitution really come to life here. That's what we're hopeful for. That's the case that we see as most likely. But again, there's a lot of other cases out there, and we've been getting a lot of questions about this, so I wanted to answer it on the podcast here. As many of you probably saw over the weekend, there was a statement from the Trump legal team from Rudy Giuliani that clarified Sidney Powell is not a part of Trump's legal team here. She is doing all of this herself. She's saying that she is representing the American people, not just the Trump legal team. And there's been a lot of speculation as to why this was. And of course, the mainstream media took this and just ran with it as an opportunity to make Sidney Powell seem like a conspiracy theorist, make her seem less credible, saying she's even too crazy for Trump. Trump's crazy and she was too crazy for that. Uh, But we interpreted it a little bit differently. If you take a step back, you might be able to see what we're talking about here. This shows us that the legal defense that they're setting up They're planning on attacking from multiple angles. First, Rudy Giuliani, leading the Trump legal team, is going from the angle of only counting legal votes, getting rid of of voter fraud, getting rid of these mail-in ballots. That is the official position from the Trump legal team now. Then you have Sidney Powell, who's looking into the voting software. So if... uh, One, it may be enough just to get these illegal votes thrown out to get Trump into office and go to the Supreme Court. But if not, there is a little bit of a backup here that her not being part of the Trump legal team could actually be a bonus. Because she's not part of that team, she's allowed to go after anyone that she wants. That could be Democrat or Republican. So could that have been the real reason for the clarification here? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But we'd love to see all of the mainstream media come out and just bash on this woman um, who has a tremendous pedigree of being an absolute American patriot. Um, 
and make, casting a lot of doubt on her here, uh, it would sure be a fun story to watch that redemption happen in, in real time. So know that we're watching closely. And then lastly, we also have Lynn Wood, who's going after the constitutional claims against things that happened in this election as well. So you see this different angles that they're going at this from. So folks, the next few weeks are going to be incredibly interesting. We'll keep you updated here on everything that we see. Sign up to receive our daily podcast at vrainsider.com. Of course, we'd love to have you with us here. And any questions you have, please feel free to send our way to support at vrainsider.com. All right. All that being said, let's take a look now at our markets on the day. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we opened higher in futures trading yesterday, and we finished higher across the board today. We did get a bit of a dip mid-morning. Uh, the Nasdaq went negative. The S&P went negative. But the Russell 2000 stayed positive all day, uh, was able to hit a new all-time high today for the Russell 2000, up 1.85% to 1,818 uh, we were followed there by the Dow, up a nice 1.12% to 29591 And a lot of that was because of Boeing. Boeing was up big today, up uh, almost 6% today for Boeing. Uh, so that's a big reason there. Caterpillar was also up as well. Those two companies alone probably made up a big portion of that move in the Dow Jones today. We're followed there by the S&P 500, up just over half a percent to 3,577. A little side note here, Tesla, which is now set to be part of the S&P 500 when they restructure in December, hit a new all-time high today as well. And then lastly, the NASDAQ, up just over two-tenths of 1% to 11,880. May have been a bit of a lagger today. Some of the stay-at-home names like Zoom and Netflix were down today. Um... But as we go back towards lockdowns, this is a group that uh, we feel like we need to be watching here. Overall, though, short term, the risks here are high. Our markets are near overbought conditions, but we do remain bullish medium to long term. No doubt about it. This is a bull market, so it's tough to get. We don't want to fight the trend, and we certainly don't want to be fighting the Fed here. But with the combination of these short-term macro risks, we have overly bullish sentiment. Record low cash levels and short positions as well. Record low short positions. So, and of, of course here, the return to COVID lockdowns. This seems like a setup that the, the surprise would be to the downside, at least here in the short term. We also see uh, ramping volatility coming up as the VIX, which was down 4.3% today, is now at some of its most extreme oversold readings right now. So that is a recipe for a big spike here. Markets that are overbought, the VIX extreme oversold. That is why we are short-term cautious here. Looking at our internals on the day, though, they continue to be absolutely rock solid. Advances beating out declines, two and a half to one positive on the day. New 52-week highs to lows, though, had huge numbers. Uh, today, 493 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 15 hitting new 52-week lows. That's like a 32 to 1 outperformance there. Uh, incredible numbers from new 52-week highs to lows. And then lastly here, volume solid as well. Really good, 5 to 1 positive on the NYSE and over 2.5 to 1 positive on the NASDAQ. All right, taking a look at our sector watch on the day. It was an interesting day for our sectors. We finished with seven out of our 11 major S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. Energy led the way. 
up a big 7% today. That might be one of the highest readings I've ever seen from just the S&P 500 sector watch. Uh, and oil was only up 1% today, so big movement in these energy names. We were followed there by financials. The BKX, the banking index, finished up two and a quarter today. So solid numbers from the financials. We were followed there by industrials, materials, and consumer discretionary, which retail sales. I mean, this is the time of year for retail sales leading up to the holidays here. The retail ETF XRT hit a new all-time high today as well. And then now looking at our laggards on the day, this is really where it got pretty interesting. Real estate was our biggest loser, not down big, just over three-tenths of 1%, but the housing market remains red hot here. HGX, the housing index, was up over 2% on the day, and the U.S. housing market just continues to get absolutely great data back. Sales of previously owned U.S. homes climbed 4.3% last month compared to December and 26.6% annually. So annualized, this sales rate is now hitting a 14-year high right now. And the biggest issue remains, there's not enough supply of used homes out on the market. So expect to see new, new housing permits continuing to increase as well. Uh, of course, that you can't go without saying that U.S. mortgage rates being at their lowest levels since tracking began in 1971 isn't playing a huge factor here because it is. Uh, this is the 13th time this year that that record has been broken, the, the record of low mortgage rates here. So this, another reason why we're medium to long-term bullish here. Housing market is a leading economic indicator for the VRA investing system. After real estate, healthcare was down today. A surprising one here, technology, really uh, flat on the day-to-day, just down 0.03%, which was interesting. Uh you know, again, like I mentioned on the NASDAQ earlier, a lot of that may have been due to these stay-at-home names, which were down today, which is surprising considering we're going back into lockdowns. But the vaccines certainly uh, do not help those stocks. But the semis were up over 1.5% on the day-to-day, hitting a new all-time high as well. So just like we always talk about here, tech leads the market and semis lead tech. To see semis leading on a day when tech is down is a pretty bullish sign as well. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now down over 2% on the day to 1,833 an ounce. Silver down an even bigger 3.1% today to $23.60 an ounce. Copper down as well, down 9 tenths of 1% to $3.26 a pound. And oil, as I mentioned earlier, up 1.16% to $42.92 a barrel. Lastly for today here, Bitcoin taking a little bit of a pause, but still in the range of its all-time highs. A lot of a lot of talk here about Bitcoin overtaking gold. We saw the same story three years ago when Bitcoin was nearing its all-time highs then, and it was on an absolutely incredible run there. So we've seen this story before. Didn't play out great last time. We saw Bitcoin down big. But folks, the momentum right now behind Bitcoin is huge. And one thing that we found pretty interesting here is in 2017, when Bitcoin was nearing its highs, there were huge Google search results for how how do I buy Bitcoin? Right now, what we're seeing in the the search trends on Google, there's – we're no – it's a blip on the radar compared to where it was before. So it tells you the public is not – into this move yet. There's a lot of big money into this move right now, uh, but not 
the public is not in it yet, telling us that it, we could have some room to run here. Uh, again, hitting right in the range of its all-time highs at 18398 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.